Hello and welcome back to Middle Order Concerns. This is Philbo Baggins as always, and I am joined today by Kylo Ran. Hello, I'm back. And special guest today, all the way from Montgomery, the Kempus Maximus himself, Matthew Kemp. AKA the illustrious potentate. Hello. Um, so, Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been up at AUM? Uh, forever, it feels like. Yeah? Uh, I've, been, I've been on campus for 10 years. Uh, between student, student worker, uh, tutor, undergrad tutor, professional tutor. Uh, I've been in my current role of coordinator for the Learning Center for going on three years this spring. Oh, getting like official. In, in a good way. In a yeah, good way. Yeah, a good lifetime. Yeah. Cool. And so um, now you're here because of Randy, right? I mean, like, we didn't just stumble upon you out in the cosmos. But how did how did, uh, <laughs> how did, how did, how did, did we you, meet? How did you guys meet, yeah. And so I met Matt at SWCA, the Southeastern Writing Center Association Conference, um, this past spring at Old Miss. And Matt was really something that you could call him, let's call you the headliner, because <laughs> you're just about the last conference presentation of the whole thing. And you gave a very interesting and very pragmatically useful talk about using um, the data that we can pull from our systems like TutorTrack and WC Online in order to kind of demonstrate the types of interventions that we make in a writing center. And as Philip can attest, I just was so excited. I popped back and I opened up Excel for like the third time ever, and but was <laughs> suddenly doing pragmatically useful things with it, count if functions and just telling other people all about it, and it was incredibly helpful. And so, um, so from there, Randy, you went back up to AUM. Um, was that July? Was that July? Oh, yeah. Early August? That was, that was, it was August. August. You came for our training, for our beginner yeah. training. Yeah, and break that down for us, because one of the cool things about this partnership is I'm a big believer in sort of stadial history, right? Mm. Things go through set stages. Mm. It's my hope that we can, over time here, grow and become something akin to the multidisciplinary center that you've got up there. So tell us a little bit about your training and how you kind of incorporate broad tutoring techniques when dealing with faculty and staff that are going to be tutoring across a wide range of subjects. It gets tricky. Uh, right now, our staff is about 50, I think 57. So that's two locations. One's predominantly math and science. The other's a, a bit more just general multidisciplinary with writing. That's mine. A lot of people think it's the writing center, so it's the only place we do writing. So we have two big trainings a year, that spring and fall, where we get everybody together, kind of cover some of the stuff, rules and policies. Like this year, we had a presentation from our Title IX coordinator and our counseling center, uh, just what to do if, you know, you see trouble with students or what are our options, what are the tutor's responsibilities. And then we usually have a few breakout sessions. It's an all-day training. So uh, about, how many, how, about how many tutors would you have at that training? Uh, it was uh, most of them, maybe 45 or so. Oh, wow. So that's, that's uh, sizable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. most of them. I mean, it's no James Truman at, at Auburn. Uh, his, his trainings are They just out, do out, them in the football stadium. It's outrageously now. huge, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we've, we've got a few tutors who are international students, so they're usually they haven't flown back yet. Uh, and a few like this semester we had some folks that work for like our orientation team and housing, so they had some meetings they couldn't come to. But generally, it's it's everybody. And one of the things that I really liked was sort of that emphasis on sort of the emotional aspect of this kind of work that we do. And I know one of my very the thing that I might enjoy the most besides your your wonderful company is the fact I get to talk and interact with someone who understands just what it, how much emotional energy goes into not only the individual tutoring sessions. But behind the scenes, because we talked a lot about just even organizing a training and coming out and being sort of the, 
the whimsical dervishes that we are, mm. but how important that is to sort of maintaining team morale and establishing a welcoming and inviting tone. Yeah, a lot of, I don't want to say administration, but I'm going to use it for lack of a better word. Uh, they're like, oh, I've got this really great student. Are y'all hiring? I'm like, yes, but they have to meet our criteria. Like, it's 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 somewhat easier to find people who are really good with calculus or really good with English lit, but it's it's a lot more difficult to find people who have that base skill set and also a layer of compassion and empathy, which is really what you need. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, with with the center that you've got up there, what what sets of students are you seeing? Um, are, 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 this is multidisciplinary, right? So mm-hmm. it's not just like English classes. It's right. all, all kinds of stuff. So do you have to make sure that all of your tutors are trained in everything? Or do you have certain tutors that are good in this area and this area? Like, how does that work? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we generally lump them into kind of three broad categories, which is writing, math, or science, usually depending on the student, the math science slumps together. So all of our writing is writing across the curriculum or writing the disciplines, what acronym you'd prefer. So they're they're basically, we give them a crash course on everything. Okay. We do a lot of, uh, before the newbies start, they have eight hours of observation where they sit and watch other people in sessions so they can kind of get a, a breakdown on it. We've got some guided worksheets, like what went on in the session, what could be done differently, what questions do you have? So we try to kind of give them that stuff about the specifics every now and then we've got good buy-in from faculty we've been around since the 80s so a lot of faculty will email me something like hey i'm doing this weird assignment this year or i've got this assignment coming up i'm telling people to come your way here's what you need to look out for and i can put that out to the writing tutors but generally speaking uh they usually fall into those categories so we we do have a few people that kind of double dip like right now i've got two education majors one is english language arts and one is collaborative education and i think secondary ed double major but they do writing and math because they've had you know statistics and stuff for their ed degree so great so like um center-wide i mean uh, it's multidisciplinary so you talked about science math writing and then within writing you do uh, everything everything mm-hmm. right so psychology writing biology science writing. lab reports yeah, yeah the whole game wow okay so um mla apa yep. all, all yeah we kind of have some specialties what what's nice with us is we don't let students make appointments themselves so they have to call our office or walk mm-hmm. in. So our our front desk student or me or admin kind of match make a little bit because say a student comes in for a psychology class. Maybe they just need help with the psychology concepts. Well, then that's going to be, you know, my psychology tutor. Right. And maybe they just want help with the APA formatting. Well, then that's maybe a different bank of tutors. So mm-hmm. we try to match make a bit in terms of what their needs are. So we, we do have some specialists. You know, there are obviously tutors that are better APA or uh, we have a history major who's obviously, you know, fantastic at Chicago. So we tend to match make a little bit and we can do that with personalities because we've got one tutor who's, you know, very, she has a good mom aura. Like, you know, we do Mandy. too. Yeah. Yeah. Mandy. yeah. You get those students that come in they, and I'm like, I'm going to put you with her because mm-hmm. like, she's not going to let you get away with anything. And, you know, there's more quiet tutors. Like mm-hmm. I'm a 180% extrovert. So mm-hmm. like, don't, don't give the shy, quiet person because I'm just going <laughs> to like, terrify them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. I could see that. I yeah, could see that. <laughs> quite quite easily. I resemble yeah. that comment. Yeah. So you mentioned that you got a really good buy-in from instructors and faculty. Do you think? Would you attribute that to just the sheer amount of time that you've been there, or is there, do you see things that you've done or your center has done over that period of time um, that helped with the buy-in? It's absolutely both. You know, we, we have a long lineage, so people know what we do. They know right. where we are generally, but we do a, a lot of collaborative efforts. Uh, sometimes a faculty member. Uh, Emily Cosgrove called it friend raising. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we've got this thing going on. 
I'm like, I'd love to jump in on that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So it's me and Randy were talking about it in one of our phone calls about yeah. the, the best way to, to kind of work on yourself and, and grow yourself is to, is to open yourself up to others and invite them in. So we do a lot of collaboration. Like accounting, we do small groups, uh, okay. small group sessions for our accounting department that started a couple of years ago. They were like, hey, we've got this like gateway accounting course in our major and like it's hammering people. And we're like, well, we can, you know, we could help with that. So we get kind of a one person tutor. They run small groups every week and that's worked out really well. So now that's an ongoing partnership. It comes out in, in odd ways that that same accounting professor this this semester had a team. It's, uh, they're doing like a citizen centric report. It's a national contest. They make a report for like a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was like, hey, like they need somebody to help them with the writing part of it. Are you free today? I was like, yeah, sure. I can drive by. Get your hands in different things. It was cool. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. Like when we met uh, our friends in the nursing department, I had been here all of like 13 days. And a spry young man, then unbearded, uh, named Philbo, came and said, we have some nursing students here who want to do job materials. And that was something that we really weren't doing at the time. No. And we, I said, hey, um, why don't we go ahead and email those to me and I'll do some sweet, sweet asynchronous appointments and respond with track changes comments. So after uh, 68 of those uh, on my own on rocking good times in the evenings, that led to a formal partnership. But you guys, I mean, you guys are absolutely right with uh, it's urgent and there's a need and we can help you right now. And that sort of attitude has really helped establish who we are. And I was kind of the reason that like we bonded you know both you know about writing centers and sort of on a spiritual level because i think that we operate with that same sort of mo it's like here's an opportunity Mm -hmm. here's a chance to not only broaden the center but also equip my team with a new skill set yeah shout out to my mentor dr elizabeth woodworth my life motto in the office is every year is a pilot year couple that with miss frizzles make take chances make mistakes get messy is that a magic school bus that is a magic school bus yes i mean that's that's pretty much the way to live in the center man like you have to be able to handle whatever comes in at any given time and if if something works out great if it doesn't then you adapt it next year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we want stagnancy that's boring um um, uh, frogs (laughs) um i think uh most most algae Uh, they enjoy uh mosquitoes mosquitoes like the stagnant water that was wasn't a good one no one likes mosquitoes no one likes mosquitoes well i mean you can tell you're from california um (laughs) is my avocado showing (laughs) yeah you're you're california uh so there's been visits back and forth and you've been in contact uh for since march but um, are you collaborating now on something coming up, right? What, what's the deal with that? Yeah, we have formed sort of this um, compassionate, energetic nucleus. I think that's, sure, we'll roll let's, let's go with that. Um, and so we presented on our sort of collaborative efforts at the SWCA State Symposium, mm-hmm. Alabama Symposium at the University of Montebello in yeah, September. Yeah, it's kind of team building, collaboration, uh, working with others, kind of just putting the office out there and seeing what's going on on campus. Yeah, and we we drew we drew some some more people to us. We're going to be working with uh, James Truman from Auburn and uh, Dr. Aaron Chandler from the University of Montevallo. And go some, whatever the mascot. What are they? Hawks? Hawks? Some? Oh, they? they recently beat our volleyball team. So oh, you guys, I should, you, I should know. You guys got bad blood. That can be an awkward car ride. It's going to be an awkward car ride. Um, I'm going to cut that from the footage. But. Uh, Let's tell them what our presentation for SWCA 2018 in uh, Richmond, Virginia, um, called Do Not Go Gentle Into That Good Right, 
Right? Am I right? I, I don't remember the whole title. It's like a long one. There's like that, and then there's a colon or something a, else. There's like a colon, like team building, positive words. energy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I think like if you just take what's after the colon, it'll actually become a tutor training manual. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a little long. It's a little long, but the general idea is about staying positive and maintaining one's identity during times of transition. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that that's really key and really important. It's easy to be who you are and the best iteration of yourself when things are going great. It's a lot harder when maybe you try to establish a partnership that doesn't quite work mm-hmm. or there's a period of change, you know, even with if it's something as simple as personnel change. We got to make sure that the core identity is still there and that the, the belief and the overall mission of what we do is still there. Sure. So when are you guys uh, presenting that? It is February. February, yeah. February okay. Great. Yeah. Mark your calendars. Not with a specific date yet because we don't know that part. <laughs> but <laughs> we will be there. So for me, um, honestly, the best part has been uh, getting to know Matt and the wonderful work that's going on at AUM. So there are a lot of pragmatic things that we've learned from one another, talking about integrating metacognition approaches into new tutor training to thinking a bit more broadly about the types of workshops that we run, which um, I'll be talking about in our next podcast, but the Writing Center will be up to in the spring here. But in reality, you know, on the on a personal level, it's just been great to connect with someone who's on fire for this work, who cares about every single student who walks through his space, and who, I'm going to use a Randyism to describe what you do, you invest in your people the way you ask them to invest in students, and that's incredibly impressive. And so I'm really looking forward to, you know, making James and Aaron part of this wacky train of ours. But it's been a joy to get to know you and a privilege to watch you do what you do. And I look forward to keeping the good times going. Care Bear Power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wonderful thing about Randy is is, is such a, a, a kin, kindred spirit. Uh, he really cares for his team, puts a lot of effort into them. Uh, much like you said about me, he cares about the students that come in. He cares about his team, about... What happens to them? It's led to some good partnerships. Like they're at Montevallo, they're at Auburn. You know, we get to talk to these directors. Like, hey, take care of my my kids, man. Uh, they are my kids. He's a he's a jovial, happy guy, man. I I know from a distance that's sort of what I see why it works is because you're, you're kind of similar in in a lot of ways as far as like how you think about your people, how you run your centers, how you think about the centers. That that mindset is is uh, very kin like. Mm. Um, and the first time Randy came back talking about Matt, 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 it was, it was like, oh, he thinks like me, man. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm so I'll sorry. It was yeah. all downhill. He's like, Excel, Excel. I, I mean, the, I wish these impressions weren't accurate, but Philip's nailing it. That's exactly what <laughs> I came back. There's, like. I, I did fewer dancing, but yeah. 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 I was like, I met this guy <laughs> and I can't wait to tell you about him. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Randy walks a, a, a good line of, of being professional outwardly when you need to be for the center, but but also being, I don't want to say warm and fuzzy on the inside, but, you know, there there's a high level of empathy and compassion that you really need to, to have an effective center. But you have to couple that with sometimes you have to go to committee meetings and, mm-hmm. and talk to the board or the president or the dean. Uh, so He does have these different hats that he wears. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You absolutely have to. Yeah. Uh, I think that the best leaders academically do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I do um, enjoy hats. I do enjoy hats, even though I've never seen a word one. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you both for being on the episode today. Uh, It's been great 
seeing you, Matt, and having you down, having it on the episode. I, I guess I just don't matter to Philip. I'm and sorry. As always, Randy, it was great to have you on. Uh, until next time, we'll see you. Bye bye. Holla. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, it was crazy. You didn't see it. He's like, it was magic. Check out this so count if function. I'm going to blow your mind. We want stagnancy. That's boring. Uh, frogs. <laughs> um, I think uh, most frogs. most algae uh, they enjoy. Uh, mosquitoes. Like mosquitoes yeah. like the stagnant water. I, mean, I tried. I'm missing that bowl of red M&Ms I specifically requested. Um, uh-huh. I didn't know about this. Yeah, we're, going he, fire, we're going to fire Philbo. You feel good? Sure. I think it's going to go okay. Yeah, how long do you think we've been going? Six hours. <laughs> About 18 minutes. Eight. So, yeah. 525,600. Oh, they made me sing that at my junior high graduation. They did. You still remember it. Yeah. But we had to sing Wind Beneath My Wings at my junior high graduation. Shut up. I'm not making that Shut up. I, I can actually play that on the piano. Wind Beneath My Wings. Yeah, is that why it's your ringtone? All right, okay. so say wonderful things about me. Yeah, I will say wonderful things about you. Let, let's leave that in. Like, make, make it very clear that I was impromptid. Humility. If Matt will put the chair down, I'll give him a compliment.